Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, October 14th. I'm Sarah Fenton, filling in for Wayne Pratt. Coming up, Governor Mike Parson is facing pressure to end a nearly two-year freeze of a controversial incentive for low-income housing. I think sometimes the things get politicized so much that we forget about what's the, the, end, the end result. The end result is um, families and kids have a place to live. Jason Rosenbaum examines the implication of Parson's next move on the tax credit. That's coming up, but first, these headlines. The Loop Trolley could stop running next month if it doesn't receive $200,000. The Loop Trolley Company requested the funds from St. Louis County Transit Fund last month to help sustain operations for the rest of the year. It also requested $500,000 to help it run in 2020. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page told the county council about the funding request in a letter on Friday. He said, quote, the county doesn't have much to give. But Page said the council could approve using the county's public mass transit fund to help provide enough assistance to the trolley. The trolley that runs between the Missouri History Museum and the University City Library will begin reducing its service this week. And a study from the University of Missouri-St. Louis suggests climate change could hurt insects that feed on Missouri oak trees. Biologists looked at how one major drought and 12 years of mid-spring frosts reduced populations of more than 250 insect species. In the journal Frontiers, they reported it took as many as five years for some species to recover. UMSL biology professor Robert Marquis says the insects may not bounce back if droughts and spring frosts happen more frequently in the future. These kinds of events actually will eventually show a long-term decline in insect populations in Missouri. Marquis plans to study insects in southern Missouri to better understand how climate-related events could affect them long-term. And many studies have looked at the benefits of paid leave for mothers following the birth of a child. Now, research from the University of Illinois shows when dads get paid leave, it benefits the entire family. Christine Herman has more. Compared to dads who go right back to work after baby is born, fathers who get even 10 days of paid leave are more satisfied in both work and life. And that spills over to the moms who feel greater family and marital satisfaction, according to Karen Kramer. She's in the U of I's Department of Human Development and Family Studies. Even such small amount of days affect positively the relationship between and the dynamic within the couple. Kramer surveyed families in South Korea, a country with laws requiring paid parental leave for both parents, unlike the U.S. Kramer says it might seem intuitive, but now there's data that shows paid paternity leave is one way society can better support young families. I'm Christine Herman. The St. Louis Cardinals take on the Washington Nationals in Game 3 of the National League Championship Series tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for 6.38 p.m. at Nationals Park. The Cards gave up a win on Saturday. That means the Nationals are up 2-0 in this series. The Cards need a couple road wins to stay competitive. Governor Mike Parson pledged not to restart a state incentive that helps create low-income housing unless the legislature made big changes to the program. 
That didn't happen, and now the GOP chief executive is facing pressure to end a nearly two-year freeze of the controversial incentive. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores the policy and political implications of Parsons' next move. Missouri's low-income housing tax credit is a really complicated program that often gets debated in terms of dollars and cents. But for Mary Harris, the incentive that creates housing for the poor, elderly, and disabled is not some philosophical concept. Harris lives in a townhouse in Pine Lawn, and thanks to a tax credit to developers, she pays significantly less money in rent than other places she's lived throughout the St. Louis area. It's an arrangement that's had a profound impact on Harris's life. It just sets the tone to be successful as far as if you have a, a mindset of opening your own business, saving up to buy your own home. It opens a window for you to be able to start saving for emergency funds. Efforts to use the state incentive to develop more housing for people like Harris have been in limbo for nearly two years. Back in 2017, then-Governor Eric Greitens engineered a halt to the incentive, contending it was too costly and too beneficial to well-connected private developers. At the time, Parson opposed that move. Yet after he became governor, he told me he would not push to restart the program unless the legislature made significant changes during the 2019 session. If there's nothing done by the end of the session, you're not going to restart the program. That's correct. That, That's that, correct. that is something you're actually going to be hard and fast That's on. That's correct. I, they know that, and I've been open about that the entire time, and I aim to stay. Even with that gubernatorial pressure, the legislature did not pass a bill during the 2019 session to overhaul the tax credit. After the General Assembly adjourned, Parson caught the attention of people on both sides of the contentious debate when he was asked about his prior comments. Well, I think one thing what I told you last year was we're going to do adequate reform to that, and we will do reform to that, for the low-income housing projects to go back up, and I believe they will go back up. Not everybody agrees on what the governor should do next. State Treasurer Scott Fitzpatrick believes that Parson should hold firm. While the Missouri Housing Development Commission that Fitzpatrick sits on could alter the program without legislative action, the GOP statewide official says lawmakers could do more to make the tax credit less costly for the state. Missouri can issue more than $140 million a year in state tax credits. Developers can also take advantage of the federal tax credit, which is still being issued. The governor, you know, he supports the program, but he also has said he wants reforms. He wants, he and I have the same goal in that we want the program, if we're going to do it, to be the best it can possibly be. It's not clear if Parson is risking that much politically about what he does next with the tax credit. He's receiving the full backing of the Missouri GOP for his bid for a full four-year term, including from lawmakers with misgivings about the program. Parson may not face that much backlash from Democrats over the issue, especially when prominent members of that party, like House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid, are saying things like this. I definitely hope that the governor goes outside the legislature and restarts this program. Um, you know, should he waver? I think he should. We have people who need help, and this, you know, this program may not be perfect, um, but it's better than nothing, which is what we have right now. All of this back and forth leaves people like Chris Kramer in the middle of a seemingly endless policy fight. He's the president and CEO of Beyond Housing, a nonprofit that's used the low-income housing tax credit to create scores of housing units throughout St. Louis County. Kramer agrees there are ways to make the incentive more efficient, but he says not having access to the state tax credit is hurting Missouri's neediest residents. I think sometimes things get politicized so much that we forget about what's the, the, end, the end result. 
The end result is、um, families and kids have a place to live. Bernicia Jamison hopes that policymakers take what Kramer has to say to heart. Her family pays a little over $700 a month to live in a tidy Hillsdale ranch that Beyond Housing helped create. And the University of Missouri-St. Louis student says she would like more people to have the opportunity that she's received. We're safe here, and I guess the the amount that we pay allows us to focus on other things. Like, if we had to pay more than $712, chances are I wouldn't be able to focus on school. Parson has not given a timetable for when he may act, but even with division over his next move, nobody disputes that he has the power to turn the tax credit back on. Especially since he appointed most of the members to the Missouri Housing Development Commission. I'm Jason Merzenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Fred Ehrlich edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Sarah Fenton, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been the Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.